WVOW Local News, now. Longtime city of Logan mayor dies following a long battle with cancer. I'm Aaron Stone. Former city of Logan mayor Tom Esposito died Friday at the age of 69 years old. He was a four-term mayor in the city of Logan and served from 1987 to 2003. Esposito spearheaded city annexations during his 16 years in office, including the first city annexation in 66 years. Current Mayor Serafino Noletti said Esposito's legacy is ongoing to this day in the city. We're still benefiting now from, from what he did. I know he fought hard to get Fountain Place into the city limits. I know he was under a lot of pressure not for that to happen for various reasons. Having that in our city limits has uh, really helped us tremendous. Services will be conducted at 1 o'clock Tuesday at the First Christian Church of Logan with Reverend Tom Chafin officiating. Burial will follow in the Forest Lawn Cemetery at Pax Mill. The City of Logan Fire Department will serve as pallbearers. Visitation is set for tonight at the church between 6 o'clock and 8 o'clock and one hour prior to services Tuesday. This is WVOW Logan. I'm Tanya Crum, Director of Acute Inpatient Rehab. Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Hi, I'm Dr. Wright, Surgical Podiatrist from Logan Regional Medical Center. Always here for you. I'm Romel Mitchell, Executive Secretary. Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Thank you for trusting your care at Logan Regional Medical Center. Always here for you. A Logan man was arrested for setting fire to a structure in the city of Logan Sunday morning. I'm Aaron Stone. Logan County deputies arrested 40-year-old Eric Workman for first-degree arson connected to a house fire on Morgan Street in Logan. The City of Logan Fire Department received footage from a nearby security camera. According to the complaint filed in Logan County Magistrate Court, a deputy noticed a man wearing similar clothing to the man in the video one street over from the fire. Deputies met Workman at his Elm Street residence. In the complaint, deputies reported the smell of marijuana at Workman's residence. Workman admitted to possessing marijuana, according to the complaint. Moreover, deputies allegedly discovered 11 alprazolam tablets and 10 suboxone strips concealed in his wallet. Deputies also reported in the complaint that Workman consented to proceed with the interview without the presence of a lawyer. Police also stated in the complaint that Workman consented to a search of his cell phone. Text messages between Workman and an individual by the name of John Boy Del Bartent revolved around a vacant house, quote-unquote, out back, that Workman wanted assistance with setting on fire. According to police, the messages from Workman indicated a vacant house where individuals loot and terrorize the neighborhood. Workman told police he only met John Boy a couple of times and further stated he just wanted him to come over and stay the night. Police asked Workman what he meant by a vacant house out back. According to the complaint, Workman responded that he was referencing the burnt house on Morgan Street. Workman was charged with first-degree arson and three counts of possession of a controlled substance. The cash-only bond was set at $7,500. The West Virginia Department of Health and Human Resources reported 780 additional cases of COVID-19 Monday. 20 additional deaths were reported, and West Virginia's death toll now stands at 5,191 fatalities. The Mountain State currently has 8,934 active cases of coronavirus. 
Boone County, Mingo County, Lincoln County, and Wayne Counties are all red according to the latest county alert map published by the West Virginia Department of Health and Human Resources. A total of 17 counties are in the red zone today. Red indicates the most severe community spread of coronavirus. The second most severe is orange, and 27 counties are orange today, including Logan and Wyoming counties. Three counties are gold, four counties are yellow, and four counties are green. As of this morning, the Mountain State currently has 8,934 active cases of COVID-19. An elementary school in Mingo County received a financial boost from Governor Jim Justice on Friday. Mate 1 Pre-K through 8 was awarded a grand prize of $100,000 in the Governor's Do It for Baby Dog Round 3 Vaccination Sweepstakes. Justice, along with his English Bulldog, Baby Dog, and Santa Claus, congratulated the students and staff with a holiday party Friday. All-Star Wrestling crowned the inaugural winner of the Nathan Bush Memorial Cup Tournament Saturday night at Hearts. Nathan Bush was the primary color analyst and broadcast journalist for WVOW Sports and the ASW commentary team. Bush passed away unexpectedly on October 5th. He was 31 years old. The eight-man elimination tournament Saturday night at the Hearts Community Center was dedicated to his memory. Bush's mother, Pam, was in attendance along with Nathan's pride and joy, his young son, Cade. We feel like we were amongst family, not just strangers visiting. The single elimination tournament winner would have to win three straight contests in one night, and the winner was Violent Vance Desmond when he pinned the shoulders of Shane Storm while attempting to roll out of a rear naked choke. Nathan's mother, Pam, presented the trophy cup to Desmond following his victory. The card also featured a special attraction match with WWE Hall of Famers Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson, the Rock and Roll Express. The Legends, along with Morton's son Kerry, won a six-man tag team match. The tournament is not the only event in Bush's memory. This April, Bush will be inducted into the All-Star Wrestling Hall of Fame. Nathan Bush will join the ranks of wrestling royalty alongside Jim Cornette and the Midnight Express. And in high school basketball action over the weekend, the number two Logan Wildcats knocked off number one team and defending class AAA state champions, the Shady Spring Tigers, with a final score 57-49 at the Willie Acres Arena for the final night of the King Cole Classic. Williamson has a man up ahead, has two men up ahead, Scotty Browning all alone, and now it is Coffin Mills with 18 seconds to go. Shady will back off here as you hear the the number one team in class triple A and there's about to be a new number one and that's the Logan Wildcats. Logan was led by senior Jackson Tackett who closed the game with 18 points. Junior Scotty Browning added 16 points in the win. Junior Garrett Williamson also reached double figures with 13 points for the Wildcats. First team All-State guard Braden Chapman led all scorers with 21 points for Shady Spring. The win moves Logan to 3-0 on the season. Meanwhile, the King Cole Classic was capped off with defending class single-A state champions, the Man Hillbillies, improving to 3-1 on the season with a win over the Buffalo Bison, 73-50. Senior Caleb Blevins and Trey Brown combined to hit 11 of the team's 13 three-pointers on the evening, with Blevins connecting on six and Brown nailing five. 
Blevins led all scorers with 29 points, and Brown was right behind him with 21 points for the game. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com and on your smart device. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. This is Storm Tracker 13 meteorologist Joe Fitzwater with a forecast across the Coalfields. For tonight, mostly clear and cold with low temperatures dropping all the way back into the mid-20s. Tuesday will be fairly similar to what we saw on Monday with mostly sunny conditions and high temperatures in the low 50s. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny skies and slightly cooler behind a cold front with highs only in the mid-40s. For Storm Tracker 13, I'm meteorologist Joe Fitzwater. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. Your voice, news, sports, weather, politics, the latest information. First, WVOW and WVOWradio.com.